Hi, I'm Mitch, and joining me is Luke. Hey, guys. So, welcome back to this week's podcast. Yes, yes. It, it has, we've ha- had a bit of a break because, you know, Miss McClue was on year five camp, and, you know, mm-hmm. but it, it's okay. Sometimes it's good to have a break between some amazing things. Like, you can't have everything yeah. amazing every single week. <laughs> so, uh, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. So uh, this will be our final episode for term one, and it's been a busy end to term one. Mm, We've so had a lot of stuff on. It's just going to be a pretty long one, which is good mm. in the way that you get to hear our beautiful voices more, but bad in the way that it's going to take pretty long. Not t- bad, but, you know. <laughs> okay. uh, so here is the rapping. Take it away, Luke. which is like three, two weeks ago or something like that. Two weeks <laughs> the, ago. Yeah, two weeks ago. The year fives and sixes, so us in the grade fives, had an incursion all about the parliamentary process. Mm. And we had an interview about this later in the podcast. Yes. We also say goodbye to Susie Powell. Pa- Powell? Powell. Yes. And uh, who, have, who had been temporarily standing in in the role of our first eight officer uh, after Greer's departure last year. However... We now welcome Laura Dana Walker, also known as Dana, who just joined the staff at Wembley as our first aid officer. So if you need, if you've got a little graze on your knee, you better, if you've got a little cut, or maybe if you've got a massive cut, Dana's going to be there for you. Yeah. Now, moving on to week eight. That was really loud. (laughs) The year five cohort went to Camp Kangarooby, which in my opinion is an absolutely amazing camp. And I think they will agree too in their podcast. Well, no, I mean, in their interview. Which is coming up later. Yes. And uh, the swim team competed in the divisionals with some impressive impressive results. Leading to a few students actually going through to the regionals, which is going to be absolutely great. Yep. You go, Mitch. Uh, students in Year 3 comp- completed a NAPLAN online practice tests because uh, Year 3 is doing that plan this year, as we are one of the schools nominated to trial the online nap plan process. So Ooh. nap plan are going online. That sounds good. Um, the Year 5s will comp- complete their practice test today. Oh, so that's... Today. Uh, Tuesday. Tuesday? Yeah, Tuesday. Yes, it's... Tuesday last week. Yes. <laughs> and finally, yep. this week, week 9, the last week of Term 1, it doesn't feel like it's the last week to me. It mm. feels like it's only been five or four weeks, but, yeah. you know, whatever. It's, that's, that's pretty good. As mentioned, several students will be competing in the regional swim trials, and the Year 5s will undertake their online practice and that blind test. That's happening now, this week, mm. I'm pretty sure. We were meant to have our cross-country trials on Wednesday, but unfortunately they had to be postponed due to works being done on the reserve. Also, this week, if, you, if you're going to go to bed on Wednesday, wake up, don't bother putting any of your clothes on because it's pyjama day. And all, all free, Jess. And it's for our gold co- co- coin? coin donation. So bring $2 to school. Or $2. Dollars. No, $2. Yeah, $2. Okay, sorry. Uh, which goes to the Royal Children's Hospital Good Friday Appeal. So don't for- and don't forget, there are prizes for the grade that raises the most money. So don't forget to bring. So if you can bring two hundred fifty-five dollars. 
Well, no, don't, 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 don't bring children. And uh, don't forget that the canteen will be closed on Thursday. Uh, we have assembly at 1 p.m. and an it's early dismissal. You know, that lady right there is signalling that we are actually moving on to the fact that the mayor came to the town. And that's coming up now. Thank you for the signal. First up, in conjunction with our 5-6 co-op curriculum on civics and citizenship, also known as politics. No, it's civics and citizenship. Politics. Civics and citizenship. Politics. Um, Lisa Baker, one of our year six teachers, arranged for ma- the mayor of Williamstown to come and talk to us. Which is really cool. Mm. And uh, here are some clips of her talking to the co-op, plus an interview with her afterwards. So uh, here she is. Well, first of all, thank you very much, Miss um, Baker. So I think we're sort of half on first name terms, so I'll say, Miss Lisa, um, let me welcome you all. Thank you so much for the opportunity to talk to you today. Let me also acknowledge the teachers in the room. Teachers are my real heroes. They're the most important people in the world, as libraries are the most important buildings in the whole world, and they will be. Those two things will be the most important things in your life, particularly as you get older. So make sure you respect your teachers and thank them every day for helping you to learn something new. Um, As um, Miss Lisa said, I'm the Mayor of Hobson's Bay. Now, we are... So you know about municipalities, do you? Like a council area? And you are actually not in Hobsons Bay, Wembley Primary School. It's in the city of Meribyrnong. Does everybody know that? Yeah. Yeah, you probably see signs saying city of Meribyrnong. There's some signs that I... When I was driving up, I saw there was a sign, city of Meribyrnong library. So there must be a library around here as well. And there's a sign pointing me to the lovely Wembley Primary School. A very, very great school which has a great reputation. <laughs> I was given some questions to answer and they, I think it's a good idea to set the scene to make it easier for all of us to have a good conversation with each other. So the first question I had was, what is your job and what are your main responsibilities? And I was thinking probably the easiest way to say what my job is as mayor, you know how you have a principal here, I think it's Mr Lawler, is that right? Oh, oh, first name terms with the principal, my word. Well, anyway, Mr Terry Lawler is your principal and in a way... Oh, it's lawless, is it? Oh, is that why there was laughing? Thank you for the correction. And there I was thinking I'd be very clever showing that I already knew what the name of your principal was and I, I, I yeah, made a mistake, didn't I? Never mind. Well, let's, I hope you all forgive me. So he's 
um, sort of head of the school, he's the principal, and then there are teachers who also work with him to provide the service of teaching, yes, and learning to you kids. And in a way, I'm the boss of Hobson's Bay and there are six other councillors who also work with me as a team to make sure the city runs properly. So the next question said, what would a normal day for you look like? So I thought that instead of telling you, I might show you. So what I brought today, I didn't bring my gown. I have to wear a gown when I have to chair a meeting. Does anyone know what chairing a meeting means? Yeah, it's, it means that you're sitting in the chair and you're, you're, you've got the uh, list of things to be done and talked about and you direct who speaks and things like that, yes? So you're the kind of boss of the meeting. Is that clear? So when we have these meetings, they're called a council, ordinary council meeting. Um, the, um, it's like a government, really. I have to wear this, which is, it's called the jewel. Now, I've been a councillor for nearly 20 years and I've been a mayor three times. When I first became a mayor, I had a different jewel around my neck. It was called a chain. And it was very old, going back to the 19th century. And it came from an original city of Williamstown. It was really beautiful. I'm a bit sorry that I don't wear that anymore. So that chain had all the names of all the mayors that had gone before me. But we decided, because it was a new city with a new name, that we'd get our own chain. Can anybody guess what that, that symbol is? Correct. A pelican is the, the symbol of Hobson's Bay. That's because we are blessed with beautiful beaches run, and the shoreline goes right along our city, about 25 kilometres. And we see lots and lots of beautiful pelicans flying low, there's a fishing village at the bottom of the street in Williamstown and they like to come down when the fishermen are coming and cleaning their fish and you see them perched on a pole waiting to dive down and get all the, uh, the, the, the innards of the fish. It's very wonderful. Some of you might even have seen them. So at the meeting, I have to chair the meeting and I did that last week and I have to wear a special mayoral gown but I also had a lot of fun this week because um, I love my cricket. And as you know, for girls, there's lots and lots more sporting opportunities arising, isn't there? Does everybody, anyone know about the AFLW? Yes. Which are the, aren't they great? Unfortunately, my team is not doing so good. It's Collingwood. Now, you be nice now. I imagine a lot of you barrack for the Bulldogs. Is that right? All right, all right. Well, guess what? Collingwood's playing the Bulldogs tomorrow. And we'll probably 
smash you. We'll probably beat you. <laughs> well, as well as Aussie rules, there's a big things happening for females um, in cricket. And last Monday, I had to give out prizes to um, uh, young female cricketers in the under-15 side for a very old cricket competition. Uh, and I'm old cricket Hi, I'm Sigrid. And I'm Angelica. And we're from the 2018 mm -hmm. Podcasting Club. Um, so, Angela, we're here with Angela Elta today and she has kindly come to visit the year fives and sixes to talk about her role and the local politics in general since the, we are studying civics and citizenship at the moment. Thank you for joining us. Would you like to... Yes. Oh, well, thank you very much, Sigrid and Angelica. Um, and it's been an absolute pleasure to visit Wembley Primary School and to address uh, the five, six students... Um, is that correct? Was it five, six? Yeah. Um, this morning. And um, many intelligent questions were asked and I'd like to think that um, th everyone learned a bit more about um, what it means to be Mayor of Hobson's Bay. So I suppose uh, to give you an example, I had to chair a meeting this week where decisions are made um, about all sorts of things, from awarding a, a, a contract to collect rubbish to spending uh, a couple of million dollars on uh, deciding who's going to fix our roads and even where trees get planted in our streets. All those things that make our neighbourhoods attractive and safe for everybody to live. So, um, do you have to live in the area that you're the mayor of? That's a very good question. You don't actually have to live in the municipality where you are mayor, but you must be a ratepayer. In other words, you must own a property in that area. Mm -hmm. The reality is, though, that mayors and councillors are very much a part of their community and you really can't do a proper job if you live somewhere else. So I don't know any councillor in my time as councillor and mayor where the person who was on the council lived outside the municipality. And finally, most of them don't get elected anyway because they have to tell when they are standing for council, when they want to get a vote, that they have to tell people where they live. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it would be funny if you're, you were trying to go for the mayor and then you lived on the other side of the country. Exactly. <laughs> um, so, uh, who was your inspiration to become mayor? Well, um, that's a really good question, actually. Um, I, I'd like to change it to not so much mayor but as a councillor. So there was a councillor that I had known for a long time and he was already a councillor on the council. He's dead now. 
His name was Dick Murdoch, and he was one of the finest human beings I've ever known um, because he was honest, he was very um, generous with his time, he was involved in lots of community um, events and also, importantly, in sport. He was a volunteer for the local baseball club. He was the sort of person that we all love to be like because he was popular and honest and he made me realise that you can make a difference and you can make improvements. So that was one of the reasons that I wanted to get on the council. So um, in your speech over there, uh, in the Bow Building, you mentioned six other councillors in the Hobson's Bay counselling yes, area. Yes, yes. Who are those people? Yes, well, um, they're... Um, uh, uh, where are we? Two, two other women and um, uh, four men. And um, they, are all, they all live in the municipality and they live in the area that they cover. The, our council is broken up into wards, which is just a special area that you have to take special interest in, yes? Because we got, it's broken up into three wards. My ward has three councillors in it and the other two wards have two councillors. And when you have an election, you stand for that ward, if you understand what I mean. And if you're studying civics, you probably do understand what I mean. So um, I have, I am one of three councillors, and our ward covers it's Williamson. So yes, um, they are. Um, we have um, um, uh, business people uh, and um, a, a Greens councillor. Have you studied? If you've studied about parties, um, Labour and the Liberal Party and the Greens, we have one councillor who represents the Greens Party. I hope that answers your question. Mm -hmm. um, what would your job be if you weren't in politics? That's a really good question. So I'm a qualified journalist and I used to work on a... Um, uh, on the on the paper, the, uh, the 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 age, but not um, with the age. It was only a brief time, and um, also the Herald Sun. But most importantly, I was a local or suburban journalist, and my husband and I, in the nineteen eighties, we set up our own paper. Uh, and it was called the Western Times, and it circulated in the Western suburbs. And when I did my training, it's called a cadetship, it was on a new newspaper in Footscray called the Footscray Mail. So I really know all the history and the issues of the West because I used to cover it as a reporter. Mm -hmm. And also I'm a public relations Practitioner, do you know what that is? Yeah. PR. It's like promotions and uh, yes, and uh, but now 
I work full time on in my council role. So, um, have you ever been, or would you like to become involved in state or federal politics? Um, <clears throat> that's a lovely question, and yes, I'm sure everybody who has an interest in politics would have liked to go to another level of government. However, I am what's known as an independent. I do not belong to any political party. For an independent to get elected, it's very, very, very hard. So, particularly in the western suburbs, because Labor, uh, the ALP, has most of the people in the state and federal government are from the ALP, yes, the um, Australian Labor Party, pardon me, and so you have to be a member of that party to get a chance to be elected. So, yes and no. Um, I guess in your opinion, what's one of the biggest or most important things that you have done as mayor? Um, well, I have a passion for the environment and I know that people are worried about climate change and they're worried about what we are doing to the environment and how important it is to protect it for future generations. So one of the things I'm proudest of, actually I'm proud of three things, getting the skate park, skate park built for the young people, mm -hmm. uh, it's the one down at the bottom of North Road, if you know it, um, in Newport, it's a very popular one, near the Newport Power Station. Getting two new libraries built and Introducing a program for, um, how shall we call it, uh, for um, environmental sustainability. So reducing our gas emissions. So, you know, we all our work practices, we put solar panels on the roof and, you know, to save on power and reduce our emissions. I'm sure you'd be learning things like that here. Mm. And uh, so we decided we needed a plan, a really big plan, an important one, that even included protecting animals. It's called a biodiversity strategy because um, along with clean air and clean water, we need to protect our wildlife, don't we? Mm. So important. Yeah. And um, um, feral cats are a big problem, as you might know. And so we have a number of plans and um, actions to try and protect the wildlife. You might think because we're in a suburb that there isn't any wildlife, but actually there is. There are many, many native birds and really rare ones like the orange-bellied parrot that visits the Hobson's Bay shores. And we need to make sure that the parks where they go are not infested with rabbits or with feral cats. So they're the sorts of things that you can do when you're a councillor to work hard and get the council to be serious about protecting the environment. So I'm proudest of those things. Mm -hmm. So um, earlier you were talking about your jewel and your gown that you have to wear. Um, 
for the people in the podcast or listening to the podcast, yes. what do they look like? Okay, that's a very good question. So um, the jewel, which is it's like a, a pendant, a gold pendant, with the emblem of the council, which is a, uh, a kookaburra, I was going to say. It look, always looks a little bit like a kookaburra, which is a pelican, and it's, it hangs from a velvet um, strap uh, with gold embossing on it. It's quite plain. And um, other councils have carried on the mayoral chain from the previous councils, and they're much more elaborate. They're gold and they're beautiful gold chains with the names of every single mayor that has gone before on a little gold panel. So, um, and the gown, it looks a bit like a, um, an academic gown. If you've ever seen people, you know, who've uh, graduated from university. Yeah. So it looks a bit like that, but it's a bit grander with the beautiful gold embossing on the shoulders. And um, it's a very old tradition, uh, going back to medieval times. And, and it's really... Sorry. Oh, you get, keep going. Yeah, keep and going. it's really um, to... It's a symbol of your authority. If you're wearing something like that, a bit like when the queen wears the crown and the and the and the and the and the, the mantle, um, it's to give you some authority. And I personally think it's an important tradition that should never be discarded. And um, I, I give the example of judges who wear the, you know, the um, the wigs, and the counts and the. Um, prosecutors, and many of them have gone now. People don't wear them anymore. I think that's a pity because I think important traditional symbols should be maintained. Mm -hmm. There's no pause for it. <laughs> yes. right, you keep going, guys. So, um, you know how you said that it's got a pelican on the Yes. Why pelicans? Yeah. <laughs> Why pelicans? That's a good question. Uh, only because the, the pelicans seem to be the natural symbol of Hobson's Bay because, of course, we're on the shore, aren't we, of, of, base, of that's why it's called Hobson's Bay. And um, uh, we've got beautiful beaches, Williamstown and, um, and Altona. In fact, as you know, we're, we're, we've, we're the only two main beaches for the whole of the Western region, isn't that right? Mm. And so... We get lots and lots of beautiful pelicans flying overhead. Uh, do you have a favourite park or playground or skate park? Yes. Uh, not skate park, although, you know, I'm proud of our skate park. Mm. But yes, I do have a favourite park. Just around the corner from where I live are the Williamstown Botanic Gardens. They're very old and very special. And pretty well every morning I try to have a little walk around them because... I always feel so much better when, I, um, when I've gone around the gardens and enjoyed the trees and the flowers. It's absolutely beautiful. And they're very historic and they're very important throughout Victoria. Mm -hmm. um, so back to the jewel, quest jewel question. Yes. Uh, what happened to the old jewel? Oh, well, that's a good question too. So... Um, I arranged, as it was my idea, because I, 
I think it's really important to um, know about your history. And so um, we got the old gowns and the old jewels from the two councils that were, before Hobson's Bay was made Hobson's Bay, there were two councils, Altona and Williamstown. And they had their own mares and their own mayoral chain and their gowns. And we've put them in a beautiful glass case along with other memorabilia from those days. And they're in a glass case just outside the council chamber where the meetings are held. And they're lit. It looks very nice. So that, that tells people, hey, we haven't forgotten the past and we're celebrating it. And we've put it in this beautiful uh, glass case, glass cabinet, so you can all enjoy it and appreciate it. That's nice. Yeah. Well, is there anything that you'd like to ask us or mention? That's a good question, too. <laughs> so um, you have been studying civics, is that right? Yes. I am so excited to hear that. I think it's really important that... Um, students, pupils learn um, what, the system of government, don't you think? Mm. And so um, I'm absolutely delighted that you're learning about it. And what, could you tell me uh, what you've learnt about uh, how many systems of government have we got in Australia? Uh, well, we've got the state. Yes. And then there's the federal. Yes. Oh, yeah, and then there's the local. Local, correct. Yeah. Excellent. And where is the federal headquarters? Maybe in Canberra. Oh, you've been to Canberra? Yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. Oh, that's excellent. Was a parliament in session? Yeah. So you saw, was it, did you go to, oh, well, there's, are there one or two houses in parliament? Two. Correct. And which one did you go to? Uh, did we watch the Senate? The we Senate. Um, both, but the one with the Parliament was the House of Representatives. Right. So that's where that's where government is formed, isn't it? Mm. How interesting. And was the Prime Minister there? No. no. He was in Sweden. Oh, he was overseas. So um, can you remember anything that happened there? Was it interesting? Uh, they were talking about Indigenous, indigenous ah. rights, ah. I think. That would have been interesting, wouldn't it? Mm. And what do you remember about the speaker? He was uh. confident. Yes. <laughs> was he wearing anything special? I think it was like a tuxedo or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't really remember. No, that's probably because he wasn't. He was just wearing a normal suit. But in the past, the speaker wore a special gown and a wig. So, um, yes. Finally, I hope, do you think that I have been of some help to you today and that you have a better understanding of what local government, how local government works and what a mayor and a councillor does? Mm -hmm. So, um, uh, it was very nice having you come and we can interview and... Uh, your, you answered lots of questions also out with the grade fives and sixes. So thank you. Which we recorded. Oh, yeah, we yeah. recorded your speech. Oh, yes, so. I'm chuffed in that. I can't wait to hear it. There was one more thing. Do you think after my talk today, and I'm happy to come back, that you would like to be a councillor or mayor one day? 
Yes. Excellent. Then I have done my job. Very thank you inspiring. again. Thank yes. you. And thank you for inviting me. And um, oh, there is one more question. Do you know any other count? Do you know any councillors or politicians? Uh, we, we met, met Tim Watts. Oh, yes. Well, he's the federal member. Yeah. That's right. He's the member for Jellybrand. Yeah. yeah. So, um, oh, well, that's wonderful. Did you meet him up there? Or? Yeah. So there you go. He's quite a young man and he uh, worked hard to be the local member and he does a great job, doesn't he? Mm. Well, there you are. Now you've met me. <laughs> Thank you very much, all of you, and keep doing what you're doing. I'm very, very impressed and I think the future is in good hands. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for the interview. You know, I think it's actually really cool that, like, Angelica and Sigurd literally got to interview someone who, like, owns a place in Melbourne. Like, I know I own, like, a house and you own a house, but, like, they don't. own, like, a whole neighbourhood. You don't own a house. Your parents My own parents a house. Do, but, you know, it, I reckon that's pretty cool. And we got to talk to her, which is also amazing. I, I reckon that well, we didn't get to talk to her. She talked to us, which is still as cool. Yeah. And I think it's awesome how we're very lucky to get, like, one of the mayors of a Victorian city to come in, mm, you know. Mm, mm. I think it's really cool. Next will be Malcolm Turnbull. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Also, uh, on Probably the not. idea of politics, we actually had C a... Um, I'm not going to have this fight again. We have a parliament process incursion where it teaches mm. us about the way parliament votes and, like, What's you know, it's, it's pretty cool. And here it is now. So, as I said before, to do with our um, grade five and six politics incursion thing... Civics and citizenship. Uh, <laughs> we had an additional incursion where we learned about, like, the parliament process and, like, how the Senate works. And, yeah, it was really cool. Yeah. And, like, we got to dress up and do a bit of a role play. But we have other people mm. uh, that can explain it to us as well. Hi, I'm Tessa. And I'm Millie. And we're from the Parliament Process Experts is what I'm doing with you guys today and tomorrow. Um, so it's all about how Parliament works, specifically how the Senate works, which is a part of Parliament, um, and how referendums work as well, which is a vote to change the Constitution. Constitution is like the highest law in Australia. So it's lots of fun. Um, you guys get to vote in a referendum and then you do a, vote, uh, a Senate role play as well, so you get to play the part of Senators, see if you can create a law for Australia or not. Um, so with the role play, is it like um, written down words for you to say or do you, or can you just make it up? Kind of half, half. So there's a bit of a, a written down role play at first and then the president, who's like the leader of the Senate, um, says we have a short break and then we bring back everyone together and then the president asks anybody and everybody to share their own opinions. So 
bit of both. So there's, um, the ones we had this morning, um, lots of people shared their opinions. I think we had more people than we could actually fit in to the incursion. So it's really good to see everybody sort of getting into the debate and the discussion. Also with the role play, do you dress up or...? I don't, uh, but some of you might. So there are some roles that inqui- uh, require dress-ups, um, particularly the, the usher, there's somebody called the Usher of the Black Rod who gets to wear lots of cool things. So you should definitely volunteer to be the Usher of the Black Rod tomorrow your incursion. <laughs> favourite one is probably the Parliament one. So, um, yeah, Parliament process and Parliament process experts. Um, I think they're my favourite. I just love how it, it can be seen as quite a boring topic, but I love it. <laughs> I really, really love that stuff. And um, I love making it interesting. I love coming into schools and, and seeing you guys just be engaged and interested in how politics works in, in something that lots of people think is, is dull and boring, but we make it interesting, and, and you guys really get into it, so that's my favourite one, probably. Have you ever been to Wembley before? Like, is this your first time? It's my first time here. I've been to schools close to here, but never to Wembley before. So, yeah. Um, how are you finding the schools so Yeah, it's awesome. You guys are really friendly. I came in this morning, and I spoke to lots of people, and I was shown to the room, and had a coffee in the staff room, and it's really friendly. Kids are all really nice, and been really respectful to me, and to, to each other in the incursions, too, so... Yeah, so two different ones. So the experts one looks at the um, the referendums in the Senate, um, and the Parliament process normal one just looks at um, a preferential voting role play and also a House of Representatives role play. So it's very similar, um, but kind of different at the same time to the Parliament process experts. Do you know Tim Watt? Is he your representative for what's your electorate called? Jelly Brand. Cool. Yeah, so you met him up there. Is he, he's the opposition, I'm assuming? He's not in government? He's in the Labour Party? Is that right? Yeah, so he's not, he's probably in the, in the House of Reps, but he's not in the government. What sort of things did you speak to him about? What did he tell you? He told us um, about how, I guess, Parliament, well, from a brief perspective of how Parliament kind of works and what he does at the Parliament House. Yeah. And he told us, like, if it wasn't for Parliament today, like, um, he was talking to us about if we were cavemen, the strongest person would win. Yeah. And um, same with um, King Henry VIII. And he also told us about uh, women in Parliament and the stuff he did. Oh, awesome. That's fantastic. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I guess with those cavemen in Parliament, a bit like a dictatorship, like the strongest person gets to make all the rules and laws. But we have a democracy, which is better where we get to say what the laws are by, by voting for people. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Thank you for having me. Thanks, guys. Look forward to the incursion tomorrow. Me yeah. too. I'll see you tomorrow. Tonight incursion was actually really good incursion. Yeah. Like, it was really fun. We got to, like, role play. Yeah. We, we got chosen as, like, the people that, like, you mm. know. Yeah. Which oh, yeah. was really cool. They handed out the... Yeah, we handed out the voting We got sheet. to wear, like... Purple jackets and purple, purple t-shirts. t-shirts. They weren't jackets. Mm. It, was, it was really fun. Yeah. Um. Okay, I had like a debate, and mm. the guy was good who run it. He was. He was. Yeah. Cool. He he was really good. He was confident. And he was like. Mm. You know. It was good encouragement all around. Yeah. And um, so talking about.
And okay, this sounds nothing really. Okay, but yeah. coming up next <laughs> is talking about the new nurse, who new is um Donna. Donna, is it? Donna, yeah. Donna, Donna, who is um coming to Wembley? So you'll that's coming up next. mentioned in the wrap in we have a new school nurse so we thought it'd be nice to introduce her to the school community via the podcast q donna play the interview what up wembley so hi i'm millie and i'm nicola and today we're here with the new school nurse dana so um she has just joined us this term and for many years, um, we had Greer working, working for us as, for three years, but sadly she left at the end of 2017. She decided to do some travelling and then is going to study social work. So we have Dana, who offered as tribute. Basically, we want to interview her in order to welcome her to the school community and let people know a little more about it. So tell, so tell us a little, a little about yourself. Okay, well, my whole name's Loredana Walker. Um, I'm really excited to be here and I feel most welcome. Everyone's been lovely. Um, my background is early childhood. So I've worked normally with children from naught to um, six years of age. Um, I've run my own um, childcare service. I've been director at my own service. I have worked in kindergarten. And um, now I've stepped across and now I'm here in the first aid capacity at Wembley. So what do the students call you? Um, I get a bit of a mix. I get Loredana or Dana or often I get is where's Greer? So um, I guess everyone are just starting to get to know me and I'm happy for people to call me Dana. How did you know about the position at Wembley? Well, there's a, a special site on the, um, if you look up on the computer system for the education department and the job was advertised um, towards the end of last year and I had a look at it and I thought, oh, I can do that. So uh, I applied for the job and I was very lucky to, to get it. Will you be like staying for the whole of the year? I am. I'm staying here all year and hopefully I'll be here for many years to come. Have you done a similar job before? Um, not, in, not in the first aid capacity, but all through my career, I've uh, first aided lots of children. Um, I've dealt with lots of different injuries. Um, I've maintained my training all the way through, so I'm level two first aid qualified, and I do anaphylaxis, I've done asthma, I can do CPR. Um, I've had introduction to the, the DFibs. Um, in my earlier career, when I first came out, I actually worked in uh, the Royal Women's Hospital working with uh, newborn babies. Um, why did you volunteer for the job? Well, when I saw the, the job advertised, um, I thought it would be a great opportunity to, to try something different. Um, I knew that I could do first aid and do it well. So I thought that uh, the school environment was uh, a great place to work. I'd been at my last job for 11 years, so it was probably nice to have a bit of a change as well. And I've, I've come across. Um, what's the most common injury you've had so far? 
The most common injury is probably just scrapes and scuffs and putting lots and lots of Band-Aids on. I've had lots of nosebleeds and lots of children who have um, had, I guess, sore tummies and um, felt a bit ill and need to go home. Um, so what's the weirdest injury you've had or, like, what's, like, the time that you have the most people come in? My busiest time is probably the end of lunchtime where I usually have a big line outside the door. The most unusual injury I've had today was one of the dads came in. He'd uh, bumped his head and had a cut on his head and uh, needed his head fixed. So that was probably my most unusual. So I didn't have, uh, didn't have primary school children, I had a dad. No, I don't think so. Um, do you ever have teachers come in? Or? No, I haven't had any teachers come in yet, but um, I guess I may through the year. Some of them might hurt themselves or need a Band-Aid or have a bit of a headache. I don't think I need to call their mum and dad to send them home, though. Yeah. <laughs> um, what are the grades that have the most injuries? Like, is it the preps? Um, the, yeah. Well, probably, probably a little bit of mixed. I've probably had... I would say sort of middle years, probably sort of grade three, grade four has been probably the most. I think they maybe do a lot more running around than, than the older kids. The little preppies tend to come in with little cuts on their fingers or little greys or I think they just need a little bit of a, a hug. Um, but, yeah, generally a bit of everything. Um, well, thank you for letting us interview you and um, well, um, I hope you enjoyed and thank you for your time. You're most welcome. Thank you. Thanks, girls. Now, I'm not sure about you, Mitch, but yeah. I think that Dana is going to be an absolute great yeah. nurse. Every single the nurse we've had here at Wembley has been great. Yes. So, She's going to cure everything. But on the other hand, speaking of Dana, Dana is a word that needs to be capitalised because it is, in fact, a name. And other things that need to be capitalised are actual places, such as Melbourne, Adelaide and Australia. And you can also capitalise certain parks, such as MacIver or Cruikshank. And MacIver and Cruikshank are both houses in the Year 5-6 program. And now we're going to be doing a house point review. <laughs> This term, um, house points have played a big role because, mm. um, you know, everyone's been talking about it. Everyone's mm. been giving out points, mm. losing points. Um, so we come to the end term and we find out who's the, t- the winner of term one is. Yes. I think it's Crookshank, by the way. It's pretty, I'm pretty sure it's Crookshank. Yeah, because we're pretty cool. Because, you know, Crookshank's the best house. Yeah, easily. And uh, we thought we'd give the whole school a quick up- update on what's happening and where we're at. So here's... The update. Interview. See you on the flip side. What up, Wembley? Wembley. <laughs> so, hi. Um, today we are not interviewing anyone. It's just a house points report thing. Because as, as you know, um, we've been doing... Uh, well, we've been experimenting with a new house point system this year. And we're here to give you an update on how it's going. So, so far it's currently, well, we have the points from week eight. Oh, well, it's currently week eight, sorry. And at the moment, the points are, so Westgate has... You're from Westgate. I'm not from Westgate. 
Shank. Just do it. Just do. Um, Westgate has six thousand five hundred thirty-five points. Colin has six thousand four hundred forty points. Crookshank has six thousand three hundred ten points. And MacIver has six thousand and sixty points. Colin's coming second. Let's go, Colin. Let's go, Colin. The year fives have gone away on camp, so we haven't taken their points into consideration. But we know that they've got a big whiteboard up in the main hall with a points tally. We're going to have a fan- fundraising thing, Majiggy. You know what I mean. Um, next term for our house cup. So, um... Yeah? Yeah, we are. Awesome! So, what we're going to be is, like, you, we raise money for the cup and then the person that wins... Uh, the house that wins will get the cup and I guess we'll just follow on from there. Yeah. Yeah, um, next week on the last day of term, we are having a house celebration, which we've already mentioned. Um, but we are going to meet in our own house groups, and then we're going, and then the teachers. Uh, we've so we have two teachers for each house, and for corn, we have Mr. Pampathy, Miss McClue, because they're amazing, like coordinators. <laughs> uh, and for Cook Shank, we have uh, Wonder and Lisa, which is basically Miss Turner and um, Miss Baker. Miss Baker. Uh, uh, and Westgate is, isn't it, Mr. P? Mr. P and Miss Mason. No, what? Mr. Collins and Miss Mason. I knew that. Okay. And then and for McIver, it's Anne Marie, aka Mr. Josky, and Mr. Elliot. Oh, Mr. P. He's in Colin, we've already mentioned that. I knew oh, that. Let me just bite in here. Erin Austin, my brother's grade four teacher, she's a new grade four teacher, um, has offered to turn all the logos for all the houses into digital representations, which is awesome! It is? Yes! Well, I did one on So those will also be re- revealed at the house celebration. Um, so we've all voted on a motto and a logo, so those will be revealed. revealed. Mm. On the house meeting. Yeah. Really? So the second part of our house celebration is all together, where the teachers will announce the final house totals for the term after all the deductions. We've heard a rumour that kids have lost house points for shocking cabin inspections at Kangarooby. Oh. And Mr G is in charge, and he is strict as... Oh my god! Oh my gosh! Yeah. Last he year, the girls' cabin. Yeah, which is good. Mm. He's a boy, and um, that was you weird. don't want to boy the girls' cabins because mm. that's kind of yeah. Okay. Works. <laughs> um, so it, he's very strict when it comes to cabins, and in general, just saying. Well, our cabin was neat on camp. Exactly. We got we got, we were pretty good. Yeah, Thanks we were to all Laura. Did we only get one inspection. I feel like we've only got like no. four. Live. Because we only got one. No, there was more. Okay, I think we should wrap it up then. So, what do you predict who's going to win and who's going to lose, Jazzy? Oh, that's easy. Um, <laughs> cool Shane for the win. And, and Cool and, yeah, last. Oh! Actually, I've got a feeling Cab is going to lose. Yeah. Oh and, my uh, gosh, yes. West, I think Westgate or Cooling's going to win. You have to, you have to make Cool Shane win, don't you? Mm-hmm. Yes, I agree we with Jelly. We were winning. We were winning at one point. Plus, it goes up and down the whole. I think year. it's going to be a similar formation to this, but Cooler might take the lead because there's only like a hundred point difference. And I got like fifty points in class. So. 
Do not. Same thing. Okay. Look at the coolant tally versus the crookshank tally. Yeah, but doesn't matter. Crookshank has a lot more than coolant. Thank you. So bye. Yeah, I'm going it's such a shame that crookshank. Yeah, I think there's been a bit of a blooper. I think they haven't been counting crookshank for the mm, last month mm, or something because mm. we, we should be ahead by like eight thousand. Yeah, we should though. be on like ten million. Yeah, no. Ten million. <laughs> yeah. Ten million. Ten million. Eleven million, maybe. Mm, no, nah, I reckon. I reckon. 13. 13, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 14. 13 and a half, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, uh, so that's a little, little update. Disappointing. Speaking of points, house points, coming up next is Year 5 Kangarooby. Cause year that was f- the best transition. Yeah, that makes sense. And the year, because f- the Year 5 went to Kangarooby last week, so we'll hear all about that next. Arguably the best camp that Wembley went to. In my opinion, I think it was the best one, Ooh. which is why I had to go halfway to go on my holiday. Yeah, yeah. you did. Yeah, the holiday was still good, but it would have been it would have been better if it was a better place because all my friends said the fun stuff, the really cool fun stuff happened um, after I left, <clears throat> which is unlucky. not all really. Oh yeah, yeah, but uh, and to do with this, we actually have an interview with mm. one of. Well, we have we have our year six um podcast team interviewing people after, and we also have year fives doing like a little like audio file of them actually at the camp. So yeah. this will be interesting to so listen there's to. Lots of stuff to listen to. Just um, turn your ears on, please. Hello, this is JT, and I'm here with Zane, Minan, and Tom W, and we are doing an interview. We're at Camp Kangarooby. And how's camp been so far? Good, good, yeah, good. Great. Really fun. Best yeah. year of camp so far. I can't say the same thing. I've cut my leg open, so it's really not the painful. best. Yeah. Okay, so the first question is, how is the food at camp? How, how is it? It's been Meh. good. Not the, so the yeah. dessert last night, mm, I was almost that? vomited. What was that? What was it? But, like the crumble thing. I didn't... Like the food, I only like Monday's one, the spaghetti. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Spaghetti, the, everything I, else was great. No, the, yeah. the, the pie one. And then no, after, no, no. after, after. Okay, great responses. Now, what was your favourite activity that we have done so far? It's only been three days, but what's your favourite activity out of all the three days? I think my favourite activity is the, um, the survival games. Well, James, I think my favorite activity was the GPS because we went everywhere. We tried our hardest, but we couldn't do it. Well, we did it, did it but it tried out. It made our brain stink when it yes. was camp. Why? Okay, Tom W, what was your favorite activity? Uh, it's fire game and the obstacle course. The obstacle course was good. Okay, can you tell me about the obstacle course and then Zane will tell me about the survival game. So, can you please tell me about the obstacle course? Well, James, the obstacle course is well basically you had obstacles that to get through and some of them had mud like one of them there was a fishing net kind of thing 
And that was the mud pit, wasn't it? Yeah, it was the mud pit. And that yep. and it was really good because it was really fun. Mud okay. pit was our favorite. Yeah. It got wet. You And like, the teacher was just like, <laughs> That sounded very fun yeah, and fun. very messy. Now, Zane, how was the survival games? Um, it was really good. There was four teams. One was for the teachers. One was for the poison. The diseases. Yeah, the diseases. And two others. The carnivores and the herbivores. Herbivores. Um, tell me what the hunters had to do, the teachers. Um, the teachers had a water gun and every time they'd spray you, you'd get... Every time they'd spray you with the water gun, you, you had to give them a tag. Everyone started with... Um, the... Seven, five. The seven five and zero seven five and zero zero. The herbivores started with seven. The carnivores started with five, and the diseases started with zero. But the dis and the hunters yes and hunters started with zero. Um, and every time you get killed, you have to give the person that killed you a tag. But if you kill the teacher, they have to give you three tags. And uh, tell me about the water. How does that work? Like so, there's like I think it's a Nerf gun. And there's a like a, a big bottle of water, and every time they shoot it, every time they shoot it, um, water would come out. And if they got you, if they got you, you have to give them a tag. What do the herbivores and carnivores have more of a challenge to do? What do they have to do? Um, this is something hard that I think a lot of people struggle on. It's when you have to collect these water tanks. Um. There's ten of them in the whole entire thing, and you have to get three or more, three or more to be safe. Four. No, four. it was three. It was four. Okay, that that sounded like so much fun. Now, Minan, tell us about the GPS activity. Well, the GPS activity had a GPS where like a phone with the capture points one two, one two five, and um. You had a walkie-talkie to, to speak to the Daniel. To speak to Mac. Well, we spoke to Mac. Some people spoke to Daniel, Redan. and we also. Um, so whenever we found the obstacle, <laughs> and we also had a camera to to actually take a picture or video of that we what like, we were doing. Yeah, what like how just we, so, just so he knows we're doing it. So we finished the objective like that capture point. And, yeah. Well, that sounded very fun. Now, how was the cabins? How do you think about the cabins? Well, what do you think about them? My cabin's good, from my personal opinion. But, I mean, some of the boys don't go along. But, I mean, they hopefully they will. Do they chat a lot at night, in the morning? Well, Luke and Lexus do beatboxing. That's good. And then we've got, we're right next to the teachers, which are in sea, Seabird. So then, um... And so seabirds into the teacher's cabin and when we they could hear us on the first night, which was really bad, we got in trouble for that. So the next night we um we had to be quiet, so I hopefully we did. Now me not. Well our cabin or well, yeah. Our cabin was new field. All our cabins were named after something. <laughs> I don't know. So yeah, our cabins were now like ships. Newfield, Asia, Napier, Black Witch and stuff. Joanna. Our cabin, yeah. Chaotic. Fighting. People talking at night. I could not get any sleep. 
Okay, Zane, what do you think about the Kevin? Well, I am in my aunt's Kevin. Um, and mine. And your Kevin. Um, I I think it was. I really like my Kevin. Like the five people that I put it on the list came in my Kevin and like four extras. Yeah. Okay. Well, so far, camp has sounded really fun, and hopefully, you enjoy the rest of camp. Podcasting club. So today we have um, Year Fives from Mrs. Mason. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to talk about their camp last week at Kangaroo. So we have Bella, Alexandra, Lachlan, JT, and Jed. Thank you. Come in here. Um, so, do you want to start? Out of ten, how awesome was Kangaroo? Nine ten. and a half. Ten. Nine. Ten. For those who don't know where it is, can you guys tell us where can it's, it's, it's near Warrnambool. Yeah. It's an hour and a half away from the 12 buses. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. I remember when we went there. It was fun. fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, can you describe the camp to us? Like where it is, what mm-hmm. it is like? It was like, what are the buildings, the shadows like? It was farmy. Yeah, it was, farm. it was a farm. Yeah, yeah but it was like farm. really. It was the like, cabins were good. Like, yeah, there lots yeah, of flies. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Was, so I wasn't a fly okay. killer that year either. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us about the activity rotations. What were your favorites, and what were your like? I'd never do that again. My favourite was the survival game. Yeah, me too. I hated the survival game with Mr G. I hated the survival game. Survival games. game and get lost. Yeah, get, yeah, get lost. What, 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 what was, was get, get lost? Get lost is the GPS, GPS. game. Oh, that oh, was yeah. fun. That was amazing. What about the awesome thing where you get to go in the trailer? Yeah, that, oh, that, that was good. good. That was, did that you was guys? Crazy. Did you guys okay. get to see the cows meet? Yeah. Yes. Did you guys get to kiss the pigs? Yes, yeah. I did. Yeah, he did. He did. I did. Lachlan did. It did Lachlan did. And Jen. No, Jen did. Yes, Jen did. And my worst activity was probably the obstacle course because you got so dirty. Where did I go? I like that. You nearly got infected. The obstacle course. Remember, hey, you know the tunnel of love? Oh, that was lovely. Oh. I said that. Wait, what's the tunnel of love? Well, well, you either have to hold hands with your partner and go through the tunnel. Or oh, shout, shout, out, shout out your crush. I just shout out Jeff. I said, I, I said this just water person. Uh, oh. I said Amanda. I don't know who it was, but I said it. <laughs> <laughs> I held hands with my person. <laughs> what what about tell us about about your duty groups? My Ooh, duty oh. group had to do lunch. Yeah, me really too. Yeah. We had to do dinner. Yeah. So we, we were number one. So we when had to do we it came, twice. we had to do it twice. So Monday's dinner and Thursday's dinner. Wait, what did you do? So we had to set the plates, set the cutlery, 
get oh, the food did you out. Did you camp last year? No, I was in Bali, remember? Oh. My lunch duty group just had to yeah. um, like clean up after clean everyone up made. And put the stuff out and help after with all of the sandwiches, sandwiches yeah. that were made. Mum was easy because all, all we did was the barbecue. Oh, and we've the world record on cleaning the plate in the dinghy. World record? No, record. It's a record. Does it say world record? Yes. Oh, okay. I meant to say record. So, how was the night walk? Uh, I didn't get to go. scary story. Yeah. yeah. Some, some people actually cried because of that. Because of my Really? What were some of the scary stories? Um, the panther. The panthers. Yeah. But I, I didn't really care because Mr. Joe was going to die. Wait, and did you miss the Like, went up behind everyone when we were there and they Did you get told about Freddy? Yeah. Yeah. Poor Freddy. Well, yeah. I did. Yeah. We checked, like, zip, 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 bring Freddy back. back. Yeah. 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 People were crying after that. <laughs> and the yeah. piano who kept... Uh, and the haunted oh, piano. Someone kept... And all the boys dared each other to play the piano. Oh, I just played it every day. Um, one of the boys got chased by a bull after they played yeah. the piano. <laughs> he got cursed. One of the boys got chased by a bull after they played the piano. Yeah. But the best was the when you're talking about star, the two yeah. universes. Yeah. <laughs> we it so else. you were meant to do trees, top zips, line adventure, but it was cancelled. Can you tell oh. us anything about that? It was really annoying. Very. Because we, we were like half, so close. Yeah, we were halfway, and then um got cancelled because yeah. it was too windy. We spent two hours on the bus. Yes. And then we had to go all the way to 12 apostles. Oh, the 12? One word. Mugby. Can you explain <gasps> the best? Yep. It was I didn't so get easy. to play. It was the easiest game. I just James tackled Mr. Clue. Oh, yeah, I was the best of it. It was easy. I just tackled Miss Mason and um, this woman. Miss Boys vs. Girls. But the heart. What are you doing? can cost me. <laughs> what is Mugby? Who is this woman? It's Boys vs. <laughs> girls. And there's no rules, you can tackle. But you can't kick. But you can't kick. And no it's high like tackles, double. no tackling above the shoulders. And, and the teachers, any teacher that was on the girls' team. Yeah. yeah. And finally, can you tell us about the kangaroo v hiking song? Do you guys want to sing along? Uh, yes. Oh. <laughs> Three, this is such a good song. Two, two, one. Everywhere we go, everywhere we go, people want to know, people want to know. Yeah. We did it. Miss Flack threatened to teach us the year two version because oh. we wouldn't do the hoo ha, right? What was the year two version? I don't know. We did it right in the end, so we didn't get to hear the year two version. Which was really Miss happy. Miss Flack wasn't there first. Miss yeah. Nicole, you taught us. The yeah. Song. yeah. And then we sang it every time the oh, other people came back outside. So. Uh, um, so, thank you for this interview. And, um, yeah, have a good day, I guess. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye. 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 See ya. Now, I think there were some, both some really mm. good interviews, but I'm really disappointed in Tom, you know? Why? Because he was 
you know, and that interview was pretty good, but he chanted the words of the cool enchant. That is just unacceptable. Respect the You need to chant a Crookshanks one, which is in the making. Yeah, what is Crookshanks one? We didn't have one just yet. It, it will be absolutely grantabula amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I, got, I got a cool one. It's like, what? Crookshank is good for gold. <laughs> I don't know. It's like yellow. Good for gold. <laughs> We are old donuts. Okay, okay. I didn't even know. Anyway, coming up next is actually the sign-off or what's happening next week. Obviously, there's um, not much happening for next week. Because there is no next week. Yeah, well, there is next week. But, like, school-wise. Yeah, because there's no school next week. Yeah, so that's coming up now. That's it for this week. Um, so, any like highs or lows of term one? Oh, well, yeah, there were obviously Canberra Camp. That oh, was yeah. actually yeah. legendary. But I got it. <laughs> it was exotic. But a bit of a low for me was I was a bit off topic most of mm. class and like I was getting into trouble a bit and a few house points taken off. Sorry, Cook Shank. Mm. And I, I wasn't really up Respect my I was, the yellow. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't really up in my game league, you know. So I'm going to try... Next year, I'm going to try... Next, next term. Next term, I'm going to try be more on my A league. I'm going to try to get an A+. A plus. Oh, yeah. Even though we're in, like, Australia, Wormley Primary School, so you don't get A's and... You, know. yeah. you get what I mean. I'm going to be on my A plus league. I see what you're saying. Mm. Well, my... Obviously, my high would also be at Canberra Camp. Yeah. That was nice. Dropside was sick. Yeah, Dropside was really good. Really Questacom good. was awesome too. Yeah. That's what was your favourite thing that you brought home with you? Like, that you brought with your money? Mm, probably the little soldier. Oh, yeah. I was going to get a soldier. Because actually, when I opened it and held it, it was actually really heavy. It wasn't, it wasn't made of plastic. It was actually made of metal. Oh. And it cost a lot of money, so... Yeah. You expect it. Yeah, I, I bought a cap from the War Memorial that looked really cool. But oh, yeah. I forget, like, this morning when I went walking with my dad, I had, like, I was looking for hats to wear on because mm. I thought it might have rained. And I'm like, what? Don't I have, like, a special cap that I wear? And I'm like, oh, I'll just wear my Wembley basketball cap then. I yeah. completely forgot that the Australian War Memorial hat mm. was there. Yeah, I also bought a spinny hat for Questacon. <laughs> oh, yeah. I bought one of those stupid, like, little rainbow spinner oh, things. Yeah. I could... I, I don't know why, because I was at Canberra. I mean, I was at um, uh, Questacon, and I'm like, you know, I'm going to buy something with my money. And I'm like, oh, that looks pretty cheap, $5. Now I realise I could just, like, make that at home. <laughs> I could just search up on the internet how to make a rainbow wind spinner. Yeah. So not worth it. Um, anyway, on the whole school next term. Uh, well, the first weeks involved next term. Yeah. So there will be uh, the state swim carnival. Oh, the whole, all the athletics day. Oh, yeah, I can't. I like mm, We've been training uh, at PE. Let's off at PE. And uh, the year threes have a democracy and community incursion. Ooh. Sounds interesting. And the year twos have a toy incursion. Oh, oh that's cool. Toy incursion. Do you remember and having that incursion? I 
think we did. did we? And no, preps to year twos have a percussion. Percussion and oh, it's like percussion, yeah. percussion. And the year fives have a, their health and puberty incursion. Yeah, okay. So, yep. That feels kind of awkward to say, but <clears throat> yeah. And that's just the first two weeks, so I think it's safe to say we'll hit the ground running next term. So, for the final time this term in term one, thank you for watching this podcast. Share with your friends and family and... um. Make sure that you get your friends listening. Mm. Make sure for them to perk up next term. Because you don't want to miss out on the podcast, do ya? No, make sure to go to Podbean and iTunes. Mm-hmm. It's also on the Wembley website. Yep. So, uh, signing off, I'm Mitch. And I'm Luke. Bye. Bye. See you in time two.